2: Decoder Ring Theatre presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode, The Nose for News.
1: Is anyone there? Turn some lights on for heaven's sake.
3: Is that you, Rogers?
1: You know it is. Who else would it be? Who is that? Whom did you ask to meet with, Aiden Rogers? Is it.
3: It can't be. If asked, could quite be termed the correct word. Some would say demanded. Is it really you? Put some lights on. Many of those demands might have struck another man as more of a threat, Aiden Rogers.
1: <laughs> But you and I both know that you are no threat to me. It was not my intention to threaten you, or any of your associates. They told the tale quite differently. I may have been a trifle blunt in my requests, I admit, but I am a man accustomed to getting what I want. And what is it that you want just now, Rogers? I... well, for starters, I'd like you to put on the lights. This cloak and dagger routine is absurd.
3: Absurd? You are aware, of course, Air Rogers, that the world is in the middle of a very great war and that I am an agent of a foreign power working in the interests of a hostile government.
1: This is not news to you? Don't patronize me, Archangel. I would dream of no such thing. I have given you many thousands of dollars in support of German interests in this country, and I am prepared to give you many times that again. But I am not issuing a blank check. I require more... Assurances. So I have been told. You wish to negotiate face to face. It is most... unusual. Not for me. I will not be dealt with by some flunky, always with his hand out for more. I have achieved great wealth and power by looking people in the eye when I make a deal. Even you, Archangel. Very well. Some light, then. You... You're wearing a hood. Of course. You don't think that hiding your face renders the purpose of this meeting rather moot?
3: The purpose of this meeting is not my concern, Herr Rogers. It is, if you want my money. What I want is to serve my Führer. I have been asked to do so in this country, far from home. This country that has such enormous resources to bend to the defense of Mother England. It cannot be. I sow the seeds of discontent. I organize sabotage, distribute propaganda, disrupt supplies... A thousand little cuts by which I bleed your country into weakness and confusion. And now you want more money to fund and arm a fifth column. All of Europe is under our heel. Soon England will fall. We must be ready for the inevitable march of conquest. But you know all of this, Aidan Rogers. Yes. You know why I do what I do. But what of you? Why did you turn your back upon your
1: country and your people? Don't be melodramatic. My country and my people will go on. There are still Belgians and Dutch. You can still find Paris on a map. The uniforms are different, that is all. A few fools lost their heads, a few more lost their wealth. I aim to be neither of those things. And that is why you serve the Archangel.
3: So that when the Nazis march over Canada, you will keep your privilege and your place.
1: Yes. I am no sentimental fool. I know the winning side when I see it. Indeed. But I must have assurances. There are still poor and disillusioned men in the cities, in the labor camps. Converting them to your cause? Arming them? Training them? It can be done, but it will take enormous funds. You can have your army, but I must have guarantees from your Fuhrer. What shall be my role in the new Order? Your role? (laughs) Why, you shall be as a king,
3: Aidan Rogers. You shall be master of all that you survey. Yes. You shall rule with an iron fist every corner of the small, gray, windowless cell into which they will throw you.
4: What? You have betrayed your country and your people to the enemy of all mankind, Aiden Rogers. That voice. Who are you? What are you? I am the hand of justice, Rogers. Keep away from me. I am the spirit of retribution. That hood. Take off that hood or I'll kill you. As you wish. Aiden Rogers. Now look me in the eye when you make a deal with the Red Panda! No! No! <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh!
2: Red Panda captures traitor Aiden Rogers to face special tribunal. Uh... Helen! Would you send the menace to society into my office, please?
0: She's already here, Chief. Baxter!
2: What have I told you about sneaking up on me?
0: I swear on a sack, Mr. Pearly, I did no sneaking. You were just engrossed in the melodious sound of my byline, is all.
2: That's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. Last time I checked, I was still the editor of the Chronicle.
0: That's what it says on the door, anyhow.
2: So would you mind telling me how today's headline just happened to get changed without
0: my knowledge? Ask the night editor, Chief. I got the story in just before the cutoff for the morning edition. It wasn't my call to make over the front page.
2: You don't seem any too disappointed by
0: it, either. You're right, Mr. Pearley. I went and became a reporter because I'm such a shy and retiring type.
2: You went and became a reporter because you have it in for my blood pressure! I wouldn't mind the night editor making over the front page if he did it for the right reasons.
0: What does that mean?
2: He knows darn well who your husband is. That's what that means.
0: You think he ran a headline about the man in the mask busting up one of Archangel's biggest bag men because Gus owns the Chronicle? How about because it's news? It's big news, and we were the only paper in town that had it in the morning edition. And that's another thing. Close the door. Don't start this with me, Tim. I'm the best reporter you've got, and you know it. Close the door. All
2: right. Listen, Baxter. You're a good kid. You can write, and you've got moxie for days. Heck, I might have even taken you on if there weren't a manpower shortage. Maybe even
0: if I was not more or less ordered to it by that man that writes the checks around here. Never gonna let me forget that, are you, Chief? Not a chance. But... There was a reporter that used to
2: work here who always seemed to have this skinny on what went down with the red panda.
0: Jack Peters. You remember him? Sure, I remember.
2: Then you remember what happened to him. Now, I never asked Jack a lot of questions about where he got his information from, partly because it sold papers and mostly because I didn't really want to know. But those two, they live a dangerous life, and it makes them dangerous to know. Do you understand what I'm telling you?
0: Not a word.
2: I'm the one that had to tell Jack Peters' wife. I had to tell her that her husband wouldn't be coming home again, and I had to tell her why. And the only thing I can imagine that would be worse than that is having to tell August Fenwick that the apple of his eye went and got herself dead because she stomped her little feet when I told her to cover the flower show.
0: You're all hot, Mr. Pearly, you know that.
2: Aren't I just, though? And another thing. Stop trumpeting the
0: patriot angle in every Red Panda article. Stop trumpeting... Mr. Purley, he just took a Nazi bagman off the board, and he's closing in on Hitler's pet monkey. This archangel creep... I'm not saying archangel is a menace, but the people who buy the Chronicle have sons
2: and husbands who are overseas. They're running the blockade on supply ships or flying planes or just waiting for Hitler to finish trying to blow England out of the Atlantic and cross the Channel to try something. Whoever this red panda is, he's not their picture of a patriot.
0: I think people in this city have a general idea where they'd be without him.
2: Maybe they do and maybe they don't. But I read your stuff and I start to wonder if maybe the masked man hasn't asked you to make him look like Johnny Canuck. And if I'm wondering it, other people are wondering it, and that's dangerous. Now... Go see Helen about your assignment.
0: I already did. The Loman Charity New Year's Ball? That's right. Can't do it. Why in places not? Because I'm already going.
2: That's why I want you to cover it.
0: Most of the hoi polloi probably haven't even figured out that Katya Baxter Fenwick and Kit Baxter Girl Reporter are the same person. And I don't mean for them to find out tonight. They have enough problems with me as it is. Send a society reporter. He
2: won't talk to a society reporter.
0: Which is why I'm not going to be one. That is... And I don't do flower shows. Tell you what, Tim. If some wholesale mayhem busts loose at the charity ball, I promise you, you'll have the scoop. Oh, hello. Well, be still my heart. A tall, dark, handsome stranger.
4: You look radiant.
0: I'm not the kind of girl that can be swayed by flattery. I didn't say stop.
4: Shall we dance?
0: Whatever would my husband say? Oh, wait.
4: Here it comes.
0: Well, my stars! Gusworth P. Fenwick, is that really you? Hello. It's been so long since I saw your face without a mask, I didn't recognize you.
4: Would you like to try that line again, darling? I'm not sure the orchestra heard you.
0: Oh, relax and smile pretty for me. I hardly ever get to see your eyes.
4: Once upon a time, you used to take quite a fancy to the mask, as I recall.
0: Once upon a time, you gave me options. Variety is a spice of life. I've heard
4: that. You really do look lovely, by the way.
0: Oh, this old thing? I just threw it on.
4: One of these days you'll say that without looking like you're about to burst at the seams laughing.
0: And you'll know I've been replaced by a robot double.
4: There is that.
0: What are you smiling at?
4: I have the girl of my dreams in my arms. Do I need another reason?
0: I guess not. You've been burning the candle at both ends, is all.
4: I'm not the one with the second job.
0: You were all for the second job, as I recall. I
4: was and I am. Our network of agents has been decimated by recruitment drives. We need every source of information we can get, and thanks to you, we have the entire city department of the Chronicle as our eyes and ears.
0: Whether they know it or not.
4: As you say... "'I'm not sure we ever realized how much we had come to depend on the agents in the field, either.'
0: Mm, "'We've lost more than 80, boss. You can't make that up all by yourself.'
4: "'Have I ever told you that I love it when you call me boss?'
0: "'Look at you. Half an hour out of uniform and you're practically giddy.'
4: "'Does it bother you?'
0: "'I worry about you. August Fenwick was never much more than a mask. "'Now he's fading away before my eyes.'
4: "'What do you mean?'
0: "'You used to at least keep up appearances.' This is the first time you've been out in public in in a month.
4: It's been quite a year.
0: I won't be sorry to see the back of it.
4: I know it's been difficult, but Archangel and his network of spies and saboteurs are a menace that must be stopped. Together with profiteers, the black market, and the usual petty street crimes... Mm, It's
0: been quite a year.
4: That it has.
0: Think uh, 41 will be any better?
4: The reports say London has been taking a vicious bombardment.
0: I heard. Think there's an invasion on the way?
4: Hitler would be in London already if it weren't for Tom Tomorrow's sacrifice. The Nazis hold most of Europe already.
0: Okay, stop it. What? The light just went out of your eyes. You just dance and and think frisky thoughts.
4: If 1940 taught us nothing else, it was that it takes more than the fall of man to rain on my frisky thoughts.
0: Mm, Yes, it does.
4: (laughs) Now you look serious.
0: Oh, it's nothing. Editor Purley told me to tone down the patriotism angle in my Red Panda stories.
4: And that bothers you?
0: If he had any idea what you've had to do already, he'd pin a medal on your chest himself.
4: I didn't know they let newspaper men do that. Besides, you never wrap the flying squirrel in the flag in quite the same manner.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
4: Oh, she gets her due, I suppose, as long as she's with me. Her solo exploits are covered with plenty of purple prose, but not so much chest-thumping. I can't help but notice. Makes a fellow wonder why.
0: Maybe I'm just proud of you.
4: And maybe you don't want me thinking that I should be doing more.
0: More? How exactly do you propose to do that?
4: There are ways.
0: Is that a fact? Do you really think that you'd be doing more to protect this city or this country if if you put on a uniform and hunker down in a barrack somewhere waiting for the bombing to stop? If you walked in formation, stood where you were told, and picked up a gun...
4: Maybe the world needs soldiers, not lone wolves.
0: That depends how effective the wolf can be. Does it? If you joined up... Do you really... uh, Who's supposed to deal with Archangel?
4: I don't think you'd have any great difficulty dealing with him, Kit, but so far we haven't even been able to find him. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
5: Your attention, please... I'm sorry to disturb the festivities, but if you do exactly what I say when I say it, you have an excellent chance of having a happy new year after all. Play hero with me, and my men will be forced to destroy you.
0: Boss, is that...
5: If
4: Muhammad can't come to the mountain...
5: Allow me to introduce myself. I am the Archangel. <laughs> You
2: are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Dakota Ring Theater. Your address for adventure, mystery, and comedy.
6: Alright, all of you. Just keep quiet. Archangel will get to you in a minute. He's just having a quiet word with the ladies. What are you
2: fiends doing here? Where have you taken my wife?
6: Shut up, all of you. That's better. The big man will explain everything. Just everybody step up one at a time and give your name to the man with the guest list. Why should we tell you anything? Because if I have to wrestle you to the ground to get your name out of your wallet, I am going to march down the hall and put a bullet between the eyes of whatever lovely lady you were here with tonight. And then I will come back and kill you twice. Idiot. How is everything here, Smitty? Pretty good, sir. A little back talk, but nothing we didn't expect. Excellent. No resistance to speak of? No, sir. Keeping them in one room and the womenfolk in another is a nice touch. They won't dare to step out of line. Excellent. Gentlemen, if I could have your attention, please.
5: Thank you. I hope my reputation has preceded me somewhat. Some of you may harbor feelings of latent patriotism, knowing that the money you will contribute to my cause tonight will go to help bring your country into line with the new political reality in Europe. Please keep those feelings to yourselves. If you paid any more than lip service to king and country, you wouldn't still be hiding behind your money. Holding a charity ball while London burns. Ringing in the new year like the flock of decadent parasites that you are.
3: How dare you!
5: Thank you, boys. Now perhaps I may be allowed to continue. Your situation is quite untenable. By removing your women from the equation, I have not only made it impossible for you to refuse my quite reasonable requests, but I have offered you all the perfect excuse to cover your cowardice later. Good heavens, man! What would you have us do? We had to protect the ladies! Think how nice it will sound, gentlemen, and it spares you oh so much unpleasantness. What do you want us to do? You may have heard about the capture of one of my very best bagmen by that meddling-masked menace... That leaves me short of funds, my friends. I will not report a setback to Berlin. You will make up the shortfall. I understand that it is well past banking hours, gentlemen, but you are the richest men in the city. You will leave this place twenty at a time, each one accompanied by one of my lieutenants. You will return in one hour, each bearing no less than $100,000 in cash or movables." If my man does not radio in on a precise schedule that all is well, your wife will be killed. If my men in the field do not receive a periodic signal that all is well here, you will be killed. It will take most of the night to work through the room, but when we have, you will be released.
2: How do we know we can trust you?
5: Dear sir, if you trust me in the slightest, you are a bigger fool than you appear to be. Take this one in the first group, and find me the richest plums as we discussed. I shall return to the ballroom and await our first payments.
0: What are you doing? They'll see you! And that, if you stand between me and them and try and look less panicky. I've almost got this vent grill off. What good will that do? <sighs> this room they've got us in, I think the cloakroom is next door. So what? so I feel a sudden need to change my outfit. What? I mean, I've got to call my editor. Oh, yes. I'd heard that you were some sort of reporter now. Don't you think this is a little more serious than all that? Neither snow nor rain nor such and such. <clears throat> got it. Just keep still a minute longer. I'll pull the grill shot behind me. You'll practically tear your dress off squeezing through there! I was planning on slipping into something more comfortable anyway. What?! Skip it. Just give me another second! Just promise me that you'll call the police as well! That you'll send us some help! Peaches, I practically guarantee it.
6: You can't possibly get away with this, you know! The gad I got pointed at your kidneys says I can do whatever I want, smart guy. Keep walking. Where's your car? My driver will know that something is wrong when he sees you. And it's your job to make him feel nice and relaxed. But what am I supposed to tell him? Why would I be leaving so early and uh, without my wife? Do you usually explain yourself to your driver? Or do you just expect him to do what he's told? Anyway, like I say, it's not my problem. If you don't play your part right and he gets wise, then you die, he dies, and your old lady dies. Nice and neat. How would my death help your cause? People fall in line real easy when they're scared... Or don't you read the papers? Please, I'll pay you. I'll give you whatever you want. I want the hundred grand you owe to Archangel. And my patience is starting to run thin. You know what happens if I don't keep sending the signal that everything is A-OK? Oh, but you will keep sending it. The Red Panda! No, not him. Not now. (laughs) No, please, you don't understand. I understand everything. All too well. Yeah? Then you know that you just killed this guy's wife, smart guy. Finding
4: it a little difficult to lift that radio transmitter? I'm not surprised. You see, my mind is in yours. No. No. Yes. You are powerless to resist me. And even if you could, you would find that you are unable to speak. Unable to move, except as I command... You will find yourself unable to do anything except continue to give your prescribed all-clear signal exactly as you would have if all were going according to plan at precisely the correct moment. Do you understand me?
6: I obey. Unit 5 to base. Zulu Alpha Alpha.
1: Roger that. Zulu Alpha Alpha confirmed.
6: Where do you
4: think you're going?
1: I have to get back up there!
4: What could you do except die? Well, then,
2: then we have to get the police! Someone! I
4: don't have time for this. My mind is in your mind. Yes. Go to your car. Drive around for an hour and then return. Say nothing of this. I obey. One down. Nineteen to go.
0: Flying Squirrel, the Red Panda. Come in, Red Panda.
4: Go ahead, Squirrel.
0: I've uh, got Richard Adamson and his dance partner headed down to front. I think I can see his car coming up ahead.
4: I'm on my way.
0: We'll never round up twenty of these clowns without one of them making a peep.
4: That's not the problem. Having them continue to peep correctly, that's a problem. But I do love foiling a foolproof plan.
0: Uh, Boss, they're almost Adamson's car. Are you nearby to make with the hypnosis?
4: I've just spotted another happy couple up here. Can you handle it?
0: Music to my
4: ears. Use the knockout gas, then give him the pentothal solution.
0: What? No hitting? No hitting. You are no fun at all. Give me a sec.
4: (coughs) After you give him the injection, hit him with the gas antitoxin.
0: I know the drill. This makes four. Five if you get yours. Harry Kelly and some of his boys are tracking a few of our birds heading north. Old Sully has another one in his taxi lights, and we've still got a few more coming out. You still here?
4: Sorry, just being the menacing specter of justice.
0: I forgive you. I still don't see how we're going to take them all.
4: Any we miss, we'll have to catch on the way back in. And
0: hope none of our rich birds tries something stupid.
4: I'm not opposed to stupidity, as long as it works. Are you ready with the injection?
0: It's done. I'm about to apply a little brainwashing. Roger that. Keep your ears on. Roger that, sweetie. Good hunting. You summoned me, sir? Yes.
5: Your report? Everything is going exactly according to plan. How many from the first group have returned? None, sir. Are you telling me that at 58 minutes and 22 seconds, exactly zero out of the first group of 20 have returned with the money?
1: Yes, sir. But every
5: man continues to report exactly according to schedule. Exactly? How exactly? Sir... How much variance from the official timetables has there been? Why, none at all. None at all? I told you to monitor for anything unusual. Anything at all. Yes? And flawless precision didn't strike you as unusual. What are you, Swiss? I don't understand. It has to be him. He's on his way. He's
4: here already. The Red Panda? He knows who he is, idiot. Sound the alarm. What? It's so hard to get good help, isn't it?
0: Oh! Nope. I've got him just fine.
5: So... The Red Panda and the Flying Squirrel. I should have known.
0: That's right. You should have.
4: Don't bother with that radio, Archangel. We've taken care of your remaining men.
0: And even if we hadn't, we've got every frequency jammed.
4: As soon as we've taken care of you, the hostages will be freed and your reign of terror is over.
0: (laughs) Did we miss something funny?
4: You arrogant fools. Did you
5: really think he would come himself? He who? It isn't the real Archangel. What? That's right. It was I who failed him. Allowed Aiden Rogers to fall into your hands. So he sent me on this mission. It was my chance for redemption.
4: If you'd succeeded, you'd have stolen millions of dollars to fund your fifth column activities.
5: I almost had more than that. If only I hadn't waited so long. I wanted to give my report to him in person. To deliver him his greatest enemy.
0: What are you talking about?
5: The only two guests who were here and then quite suddenly missing. Who else could it be? Who else could elude 40 armed guards and escape from two separate rooms at the same time? Mr. and Mrs. August Fenwick. Don't bother to deny it.
0: You just talked your way into a memory erasure, smart guy. He wouldn't tell us that he knew
5: if he meant to walk out of here. That's right, Red Panda. This whole exercise was a trap. If I couldn't get the money, I was to get you.
0: Boss, he's got a detonator. The place must be wired. One squirrel,
5: now! Happy New Year, Red Panda! Red Panda!
0: Baxter! Baxter, get in here! You bellowed, Mr. Pearly.
2: Red Panda rescues city's elite, foils Archangel again.
0: I promise you a scoop and you got one. We're on the third printing.
2: I know what printing we're on. I told you to cut down on the patriotism angle in your Red Panda stories. That's right. So what do you call this? Across our fair country, many a father, a mother, a sweetheart Has but one image of the protector of our nation It is an image clad in the uniform of a soldier or a sailor And bears the face of the loved one for whom they wait But there's another hero between us and the darkness And his face is clad in a bright red mask
0: Don't stop, Chiefy. You're just getting to the good bit when we have at last beaten back the forces of evil abroad, there will be statues built to the brave men that set the world free. But let us not forget the lone wolf that hunted in the darkness and fought without fear to ensure that those heroes have a home to return to. And while 1940 may not have seen the end of Archangel or his band of cowardly scum, we have hope for 41, thanks to the Red Panda. Kid? Yeah?
2: You're lucky you can write, that's all I can say.
0: Thanks, Mr. Parley. I'm so glad you liked it.
4: Excuse me. I'm looking for the induction offices. Right here, pal. You joining up? Good for you.
3: The service could use all the big fellas like you we can get. Let's get started.
2: What's your name?
4: Fenwick. August Fenwick.
2: And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theatre through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to adventure!
4: The Red Panda Adventures episode sixty one, The Nose for News, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Christopher Mott, Stephen Burley, Scott Moyle, Kevin Robinson, Peter Nickel, Jack Ward, Julia Cogger Trip, Clarissa Denerlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time from all of us here, good night.
2: Ah, Saturday's Story Circle in the Mutual Audio Network. A time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with adventure, humor, and fun. Speaking of family-friendly, have you listened to Bells in the Bathory? Catch it on Friday Follies and every other week on Sunday Showcase. It's a time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with stinky puns, odd characters, and bizarre plots, such as they are. Bells in the Bathory on the Mutual Audio Network.
6: It will have your family going around in circles.